Hi, Dan here. Just wanted to start the podcast by just a quick warning that some of the discussions today are regarding uh, body image issues and eating disorders. So if you feel triggered, uh, please be mindful of that. Look after yourself. If it's a bit too much, just go to the next episode. Take care. Yeah, this is your entrance. Yeah. This was me singing. No! This is the band. This is the band regarding my text, my message on Facebook. Which band? Remember the ones who haven't responded to me yet? Uh, yes. So I thought I'd play their music as you were coming in so you knew. Oh, it was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Okay. Oh, ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. Like normally, if you play music, you get in, you can get in a bit of trouble. But I just figure, independent band, Ugh. broken up. I don't think they'll have a problem with me playing a little bit of their song. I thought you said this is the band that aren't talking to you. It is. I haven't had any. They're broken up. They're broken up. Yeah. And they're not talking to you. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. I've got updates on that. I've got updates. Do you like my? My, what do you call this, MacBook cover? Oh. Do you love it? Do you want to describe it? No, it's got a mirror on it. It's weird. Oh. Yes, but no, but it's in the shape of the apple for the Apple Mac. Oh, okay. And then it's like this beautiful tree with arty stuff. Yeah. It's a, um, what do you call it? A Tree of love. Like a watercolour. Which is style. a bit, goes in line with my hippiness. Right. Oh, we're, okay, we're on that. So we're still there? We're still hippie? Oh, yes. Right. Yes, okay. I am. I am. Definitely. All right. We're still hippie. It's it's very nice. I like those sort of arty things. On, Thank you. On I get that. a lot of compliments. I feel like, am I on the speaker? Is the speaker on? Oh yeah, the speaker's oh, okay. on. Oh, did you make that? What's that thing? The one that go kookaburra. Um, the kookaburra. That's it. <laughs> did I make the kookaburra? I was, trying, I was thinking kangaroo, kangaroo, but it's not a kangaroo. Um, could you? Yeah, I was like, did you press a button and it happened? No. no. <laughs> By the way, that bloop sound, yeah. was that you? Because that was in the recording when we did <laughs> yes, our... Yes, yes it was. Bloop. I'll turn it off. Bloop. Done. Oh, did you send it to me? Yeah, because you sent it to me. It went bling. Ah. Okay. Got it. Bloop. Bling. Mm, me, 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 me. I'm trying to clear my 
<coughs> that stuff that keeps going on. Oh, yes. No, the other day we, we were somewhere and you – something happened that was a bit uncomfortable for you and then you started doing that <coughs> and kept talking. <coughs> oh, And could you told be. me you do that. Yes. And then I saw that. Mm-hmm. But the only editing I, I have to do on this is reducing the sounds of my <coughs> – Really? I said people just – when they met you in real life, they're like, gosh, she makes a lot of noises. I don't know. No one's ever said that to me. No one's ever actually mentioned, my God, no, did be- you stop? Because you hide it. You hide oh. it because you just make it out as though you're just clearing your throat before you say something um, yes. amazing. Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night – What immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? I was doing that, I was at work yesterday. (laughs) And um, I was, every time I realise, every time I'm about to say something to someone, I do go, and then I talk. (laughs) So then I started getting so paranoid about it. I would go, and I'd wait. Because that does sound like okay, it's my turn to talk. Now, Time, but you're probably feeling a little bit nervous, which makes you do it. I get nervous just to even say anything. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> but it, you would come across as being not arrogance, not the right word, but as though you need your time to speak now. I am about to speak. <laughs> okay, actually, speaking about speaking, I am going to speak. I am. I've, I just have, I have a realization that I am in a bubble. I'm in a happy bubble. I have always been in a happy bubble and I don't think I'm in real life. Like I don't see a lot of bad things. Like sometimes I go into the city and you might see homeless people sitting there and this is not good. But that is the extent of it until today. You're in a white privileged bubble. Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But even like in the disability side of things, I surround myself with people that support disability. Yes. Right? I don't. I'm not – I don't ever hear anyone saying mean things about people with disabilities except that one place I worked last year for three – like yes, a that, month that before person. I left. Yeah, the boss. But that – yeah. Um, well, okay, so I'm going to – why do you say that, Bianca? Well, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> what happened today is I went to Aldi to do some shopping. Right. And as I was going through the register, they said to me – the lady said to me, could I please look inside your bags? Whoa. I know. How dare they? It's not happened to Did me before. Did you go Karen on them? Well, well the film th- you? what I do is, I'm like, sure, of course. And then I have a good chat and I'm lovely and I want them to internally eat their words. But I think, my first thought is, do I fucking look like I would steal? <laughs> and, but then I felt bad because I'm like, well, mm. who... Am I to say what people should look like to, that would be stealing? But then I looked at myself. I did have dog hair on my pants. But have a look at me. How do I look, Dan? Like, do, I, do I look like someone who's going to steal? Do I? Do I? Because well, I thought my hair's down, but does it, maybe it looks shabby, but not, not boho. I thought it was boho, but maybe it's shabby. Maybe they've come across as not shabby chic, but just generally shabby. I think I overall. look like heron chic. 
everyone cheeks today because I'm, you know, a little bit thin right now. That maybe I'm looking gaunt with shaggy hair and dog hair. <clears throat> She's yeah. someone who would steal. Oh, and, the, and this was this at the one near us? No, it's no, it's not. It was near me. Oh, okay. But I always go worse. there. Even Never worse. been asked before. But and another thing has happened. Um, it was a few months ago, but I went and asked for pseudoephedrine. Um, it is something if you have a cold or flu. Oh, I've done that, yeah. Yes, it's very good. Like, it helps you not that I'm supporting and saying that it's great for everybody, but it um, it definitely gets rid of the symptoms for me. So, But you can also use it to make drugs. Ooh. So you have to show your driver's licence here in Australia when you order it over at the chemist. Right. And so when I went there I, and I spoke to the the assistant and I said, oh, could I get some? I was wearing my tracksuits because, you know, as you would have said in the – you know, episodes ago, scruffy. I was looking scruffy. <laughs> and she said, oh, I'm sorry, the chemist isn't here and they're the only one that can give it out. And you saw like the top of the chemist's head hiding the, the chemist the was there for one thing. But secondly, I have got it lots of times and I've never had to get it off the chemist. It is up to her to give it to me. Um, and I said, oh, anyway, so then what I did was, again, I just had a really good chat and I said, oh, I'm going overseas and blah, 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 blah. I just had a really good yarn. <laughs> But then I've never gone back to that chemist. It wasn't my normal chemist. <laughs> just listen, all I can imagine is you going back in there with a fake moustache. No, I, what I was going to go back in was with like, because my normal chemist <laughs> gave me three lots of pseudoephedrine. So I was going to walk back ah, in and say, big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake, yes. like off Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Yes, that's what I was planning on doing. But I was too sick. No, I wasn't sick actually. I was just getting them. But it's probably also because I wasn't sick. Maybe I didn't look sick. Anyway, that was for a while ago. Okay, other couple of oh. things. Today I had to take my dog to get a um, – he had like – I thought it was a grass seed in, in his little arm and it ended up being just like a benign cyst, but he's under, he's under general anaesthetic. Just before I got here they contacted me and said he, it all went well. Right. But I was imagining – I don't know what you call this if this is not a health anxiety thing, but I was there thinking, great, I'm waiting to hear that it went well or not and then I'm going to be recording – and then they're going to call me, and then I'm going to have to take the call. They say he died, and then you're going, to, and then I'm going to be in grief, and then you're going to be trying to convince me, suck it up, that that is really good. Shut um, up, and that, just know that it would be really good. Um, what do you call it? Like oh, footage, really, really oh, good. No, um, I would have just shout and say, be a be a professional. No, but then you would have wanted to share. Like this is a really, this will give us oh. really good, um, uh, good list. What do you call it? Like good. Oh yeah, I get a lot of downloads. But if, that's if what pisses me off. I was thinking about this this morning, watching um, the Australian version of like the, the TV morning TV. Oh yes. <clears throat> and there's a guy on there who's Carl. If you're in Australia, you'll know him. No. He's really starting to annoy me because when he interviews people and when there, if there's been some sort of situation, he does he does this sort of thing. He goes, "So, so you okay?" And he does it all of a sudden, just pops in, pops it in there, and then goes silent. And it's trying to trigger that person to cry. Oh. And I find that incredibly manipulative. You should be watching the ABC one. The um, I do, I do. The I government. Switch. What do you call it? Yeah. Yeah, I, sw- I switch between the two. Oh, but, I yeah, like he's saying to really annoy me with that sort of manipulative yes. crap. Yes, but but you're you're saying that I'm saying that you're <laughs> manipulative crap. <laughs> so you get the call, and I go. So um, well, how do you feel about? Your dog just dying. Yeah, yeah, and can you please uh, record it while you're yeah, record your get, reaction? Get, get closer to the mic, please. <laughs> um, and the another, I, I want to hear the teardrops falling onto the mic. Yes, another thing happened in LD today. Um, there's a new book that's been released called Welcome to Sex. It's for teenagers, and it helps Yumi Steins has uh, done it with someone else, and it's about oh. um, helping kids understand all the ins and outs of sex. Right. 
And I was in Aldi and there was these two women and they were <laughs> having a conversation outs. about it. <laughs> okay. They were having a conversation about, oh, it's disgusting. And you can get it from Big W. Oh, it's disgusting. The thing is, right, it's not like a teenager is going to walk past the book and then all of a sudden get sexually active or, or you know, it's I can't understand how information is not a good <laughs> a thing. A young couple are just standing there flicking through. <laughs> okay. Ah. Yes. Get it now. Maybe I need to go to a different Aldi. Maybe that's yeah. my problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I have one more thing. This is This is the bigger thing. No, this is the biggest thing. I am a member of a club. We'll call it an automobile club, which makes me sound like I'm into cars, but I'm not. They just have like this. If you're a member of them, you get to stay at their property. It's like mm, something like 120 acres of property and it's free. So that's why we're a member of this club. But I filled in a form because I'm doing a, uh, a bush mechanics course for women through them. Um, and... The on the form, <laughs> this is your gruesome. Cars or gynecology? What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> but on the form, we're like a real bush, like you know, forest, forest, forest. Um, like you know, if you're in the middle, of, if you're in the middle of the bush, or in the oh, middle, okay, if you're in the middle of the forest and you know something happens to your car, I'll be able to fix it. So anyway, so but the application form it said Christian name, and then last name or surname. Right. And so I've then gone onto their Facebook page and said, oh, um, I just filled out this form and I think that it needs to be changed to bit from Christian name to maybe first name. Uh, and then the hoo-ha, like all these, let's just call them I, uh, white racist old males with lots of money were like, I'm, you know, we can't, we've, it's been like that since, you know, however long. And, um, you know, we, 43% of the population uh, identify as Christians. And I'm like, yes, but then, uh, you know, 50, whatever, 53, no, 57% do not. They're like, it's only 3% Muslim and all this sort of weird bullshit. Um, I can't believe that it wouldn't just get changed, but they, oh, they want to make it do a vote for it. Oh, my a God. A vote. And then I felt... Victimized, and I'm, yeah. I'm not even. I'm not. I don't know. I, it was just a while, and then I've had a couple that have messaged me privately, um, and continued it. And then you know, our kids go to a Catholic school. We've said that on here. So I was just like, oh well, you know, I would identify as Catholic, mm. but it's actually not about me. You know, it's not about me. And I said, L- please tell me of any other organization in this day and age that is not a religious organization that would use the word Christian name. Mm. None. Anyway, I'm done. Jeez. Do you have anything to say? I think I'm starting to wear off on you. I think that's the end of the um, episode. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I've got all that out now. I've really needed to vent. It certainly did. But my dog is okay. Yes, the dog is okay. So far, yeah. No, he's out. He's out. We can, we can hope. There might be some lovely drama to come. But this dog, I have had many dogs. This, is, this dog has been more expensive to us than all of the other dogs combined. Hmm. Because he just likes to do... Silly things. Stupid stuff. Yes, yes. Okay. Silly doggy. Um, now, you need an update on Facebook messages, do you? <laughs> well, that's the song I was playing. Is that what the song's called? No. Oh. But, now, unfortunately, very sadly, no one's given me any advice since the last podcast. About what? About what to do about these Facebook messages where people where they haven't responded to me and they still haven't responded. Oh, I'm still you mean, waiting. Going back, you mean there's a band that yes. you res- yeah, and you were quite awkward, and then they never responded and to never, you, and still have not. And then guess what? What I did it again to the same people. Or no, 
I found another band. Yes. Do you want to say what they're called or not? Tropical Strength. Okay, and what have right? you done? Australian band. Yes. And I just said, hey there, just a quick message to say I came across a new song. Um, uh, it was my, oh, yeah, my, it was called Not My Cup of Tea. And I just loved it. I said it was really nicely produced as well. I subscribed so I could get more updates. Cheers. <clears throat> they said, hello, thanks a lot for the props. I'm glad you like it. Well, I then said, I've moved on to the album now and I'll be buying it. And I started talking about bands they sound like. Then I said, would either of you happen to be neurodivergent, by the way? And then I continued, bit of late tears for fears as well. Just bought it. If you have an option, maybe you'd sign it for me. Um, I love finding new music. Nothing. Zip. Nada. Again. I wonder why they don't just say no. Unless they're all just going through a difficult time. Like, why wouldn't they just not answer? All I know is that on Messenger sometimes... If you haven't sort of friended or something, someone it can it can be hard to find. No, no, they're just not into you, Dan. Don't. <laughs> don't. I'm hoping. I'm clutching at straws. No, someone, you need please. To keep, keep keep fighting the the good fight here. You need to keep going with this because one day a band is going to get back to you and answer you, whether it's positive in terms of autism or not. Um, when I mean positive, I mean yes, they have it or no, they don't. Uh, and then I. We'll listen to their song if that happens. If that if that happens, I will listen to the song. But I'm surprised that none of them have. But on the topic of music, Dan, <laughs> on the topic of music, because we're talking right. about this, I think we spoke about it a few episodes ago where you said, oh, you know, I want to recommend music. And I said, yeah, that's fine um, under the name of Late to the Party. But I didn't realise it because you've actually, like is it once a week you are posting like a song or an album right. and you're actually saying, you actually wrote – Late to the party recommends yes. this. I, I've not, I'm not recommending. I'm half of this. I'm 50%. No, no, I'm you're, not recommending you're one it. third. You're forgetting chartreuse. Oh, chartreuse, yes. Okay. But so what I guess... Two I'm, thirds agree that that's a great song. No, but I think it should be Dan and chartreuse love this song. And you can post it under um, Late to the Party, but people are going to think that I am also recommending that song. Well, songs. have a listen and see. Maybe you would. I, I was... Disgusted, I had to just get off there. I was, oh, I think I then messaged you straight away, didn't I? And I think I messaged on there and said, What is this? I do not recommend this. That's terrible. That's very transphobic of you. Why are they trans? Yes. But how, oh, I didn't know that. How, but that doesn't matter even oh, if. Oh, my goodness. But if I don't like them, I don't like them, whether they're trans or not. But I think that you need to actually say Dan or, or Chartreuse. Yeah, what's, what is Chartreuse's music? Um, interests. Well, mostly Bing Crosby, but uh, mm. some of the later stuff as well. I mean, obviously she's a Buble fan. Um, but a, some of the a Buble? Yeah. Oh, I don't mind Buble. I like Buble. Oh, yeah, she loves it. She's nothing she loves more than um, at the end of the day, gets a champagne, some biscuits, heads into the bathroom, oh, yes. runs herself a little tub and puts the music on and has herself a gorgeous Buble bath. Yes. That is funny. You're funny. It wasn't my joke, though. Oh. No, unfortunately. That is, oh, I, I actually thought, wow, you were actually funny there. <laughs> um, okay, so, okay, well, I think you need to keep, yeah, keep doing it. Keep reaching out. Please, someone help me. Tell me, what am I doing wrong? Well. Is it Facebook? Is it me? I feel like, no, it's not Facebook, it's you. I think it's <laughs> that they think that they've encountered a crazy person. I I'm, oh, I don't know. 
they think I, th- I think that they think this is the start, this is the fork, this is where it could go really well or really shit. A back and forth, it will not end. And then you'll be like, yeah, you'll be saying, I really, you know, can, do you have any underwear? Can I, you know, <laughs> yeah. can I send you my underwear? I feel like they are wondering whether it's going to go in that direction. Did you get my underwear? Yes. <laughs> Did you get my underwear? Maybe that should, why don't you write that and see if they write back? Or maybe they'll block you. <laughs> Um, so recently I was at the Source Kids Disability Expo, uh, I think it was last weekend, I can't remember now. So I was just there on one of the stands with um, Julie, who we had on one of our earlier podcasts, probably number three, I think it was, just mm. who has sensory matters and sensory friendly clothing. Um, That's right. Yeah, so I was there and um, I just thought it was a really positive vibe. I really enjoyed it. It was um, just the different stands. It was just very interesting. And also every human was there. Do you know who every human is? No. Uh, okay, so you can put that in the show notes, but it's just like, look, I'm only interested in there. Like they've got like cool runners, all sorts of runners, but they actually zip all the way around. So it's, I guess, designed for people with uh, phys- physical disabilities, like I guess cerebral palsy or other things, even autism. Mm. Um, so it's just easy for them, really easy for them to put their own shoes on oh, and they're not overly expensive. So anyway, that's just, I don't know. I just Ooh. really liked them. No, and that's good. That'll uh, reference something I'll talk about later. Me too. Wow. I know. So that was a bit of an opener. Like that. How about you? I've got nothing. Okay. Well, I've also had friends. I had friends over from Adelaide. <laughs> we did lots of activities over the four days, like lots and lots, and mm-hmm. we really didn't stop. School holidays. <sighs> oh, my God. And that was literally written in there, school holidays, sigh. I know, that's why I did it. I thought it was funny. Um, yes, so, no, it was really great to, to go and do things. And I went to school the Peninsula holidays. Hot Springs. Have you, have you been to the Peninsula Hot Springs? It's no. like a hot springs down on the peninsula here mm-hmm. in Victoria. You haven't been, do you like hot water? You'll get my response in the uh, main Ah, yes, yes, okay. Um, yes, so I really <laughs> enjoy I try to wear as little as possible when I go there. Because um, otherwise your wet parts of your body will feel cold cold and wet. Yeah, so I try and wear not much. Yes. Yes. No, I remember that because I've been to one in New Zealand. and yeah. Or even, even on in spas and things like that, I hated that feeling. Awful. It wasn't yes. worth being in because you no. have to get out. Yes, exactly. Can't stand it. Exactly, yes. Um, I actually took my uh, autistic ADHD child, like the 10-year-old with us. Right. Um, and I thought that could be annoying going from one to the other to the other. But, um, no, they pretty much stayed in, in the same ones as me, so that was really good. Wow. Yes. Now, you have nothing to say what you've been up to? No. Okay. Well, you do, but this is going to be in the main story. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, should we just move on to our main topic of the day? Did you want to introduce it? Um, ooh, the main topic. Main topic for late dis- – I don't know. I hope maybe I need to write something for main topic. Oh, um, Achilles – Heel. Achilles heel. This That's what you know. I don't know if we're going to be calling this Achilles heel, though. I think I'm going to call it something else. Oh, okay. Oh, because it's your choice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> Hank, can you can you set it up? Because uh, I Hank? don't know okay. how I got, I'm putting my fingers up <laughs> in talking things, uh, volunteered yes. to help with a photo shoot. Okay. So, what happened? So, I do a little bit of work, as I said, with like Julie from Sensory Matters and Sensory Friendly Clothing. Um, and they were doing a photo shoot coming up because there is a, a new line of clothing 
to be released for adults. So they've got this great clothing. Mm. Um, you can look it up online if you want. I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes. Um, and they were releasing an adults line. It was only had only been children's line before. And we were looking for different people who would be able to represent the brand for the photo shoot. And I thought of you for a couple of reasons. One, because you're uh, an older gentleman. <laughs> You've got a beard. We haven't had any beards on there before. Right. Um, and also, you could also be good, like, for, you know, for, you could be for our promotion of our late to the party. So they only want to have models who are neurodivergent. So you can, one, you're one of the people that came to mind. So I. Well, Jen said it was because I was photogenic. Yes, yes. That's exactly what Julie said. But that, that, yeah, that's what Julie said. Yes. Right. Yes. I don't agree, no. but I, that's what it was. Told Did she say me. that was why? Well, that was one of the main reasons, apparently. Oh, okay. It didn't sell it. Well, she actually told me you were photogenic as well, so that was interesting. Mm. Yes, I think Jen was the one selling it. Anyway, so um, you kind of kind of agreed to it. I said, yes, this would be really great for late to the party. And then you kind of said yes. You said yes. You yes. did say yes. Okay. And you know on the, on the TikToks where they have this thing that pops up to give the idea of time? Like, a few months later... Yes, yes. A few months later, that's it. A few months later, I'd sort of agreed and said, okay, didn't ask any follow-up questions, as is my want, and oh, just... You, you want to not ask? I don't know. Mm. I just didn't, it never occurred to me. I just thought, oh, okay, maybe I'll be just be... Yes. I don't know what I was thinking, but um, I didn't think to a great deal about it. I thought I was just going to be playing with all the, you know, all the bits and pieces there. Fidget spinners. Fidget spinners and, and all kinds of stuff, you know. And so about a week ago, shit got real. Yes. When I said, I have the clothing for you to try on. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want me to talk from my point of view or do you want to go first? Well, I'll, I'll quickly just do the next little bit, which yes. is um, over a couple of weeks, you were, you were <laughs> threatening to bring the clothes over. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you felt, yes. And then I think it was the, the day before that I got an email with some detail about what it was it a is. social story. I created that, yes. And so there was, yeah, it was a detail about what what it was. And then I went and looked at it. And then the worst thing about it was, the, I mean, as soon as I saw the word T-shirt, I panicked. So one would think when someone was going to model <coughs> clothing that there's a quite a chance that there might be something like a T-shirt. Well... I maybe assumed that Jen would have said, he ain't going to wear those. Ah. Maybe she has different things going on in her life that she didn't think about. More important than me and my idiosyncrasies. (laughs) Yes. Okay. And so then you saw a T-shirt. But then did that social story, because that's actually supposed to relax people and calm people when they read it. So I took, (laughs) there was photos of the cats, there was photos of the photographer. Mm. And was that any part of it good to see? No, it was for me, um, total panic, very extreme anxiety. Right. Okay. When you realised it was a T-shirt. Yes. Did you want to tell us why? So I was at work, (laughs) this happened as well. So for the next like couple of hours, I was... Um, not engaging with anyone at all, and I was trying to formulate a response, and I started feeling guilty, and all the all these sort of feelings that crop up, that um, to say, look, I'm just, uh, I'm not, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. Um, in the past, I would have done it, 
and just sucked it up and went to my <laughs> happy place mm-hmm. and tried to forget about it. But being going through this process we're doing on the podcast and just general unmasking means that I'm allowing myself to to feel feelings and to act on them and to speak up, whereas I never would have before. So that's why I feel, in like going to the conclusion of this before we've even got into it, I feel... I feel good about what happened in general. Okay. But not at that time. Yes. So I guess you'd messaged me about – I was just looking for it, but I can't really quite (laughs) see it right now. But, yeah, you were panicked. I could see Mm. you were panicked, but it's okay. It was okay. Like I don't think – you were probably a little bit too panicked because it was okay. It was not a big deal because I think I even then said, you can just do the the fidgety things. You don't need to do the clothing and just wear – what you'd wear to work. And then you wrote back, um, I I can't wear any of those clothes. I only feel comfortable in like the shirts that I wear. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes. And I was thinking, yes, that's what I just said. You can, you don't know, don't worry about that. But I don't think you could, I don't think you saw those bits of what I'd said because you were probably panicked. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I rang Jen and I was like, is he okay? Because um, I've actually just said he doesn't have to wear them. And then he said, I can't wear them. And yeah, so... Um, but it was okay, and and Julie would never ever want you to do it if she, if she thought you felt uncomfortable <laughs> with anything. And so it was not a big. We had other people there as well, but I didn't know any of that though. So I was, and at that stage <gasps> in the morning, I yes. called Jen, and I was, okay. um, you know, I was, oh. my lip was quivering. And so, did you think maybe you were the only like it was all going to have to close down yeah. if you weren't there? Because again, I didn't actually mention to you that it would be like eight no. other people there. No. Yeah. So I thought oh. I thought I'd screwed everything up for everyone, and. The, the reason that I wasn't paying attention to what was being written, I guess, was because I was in that flight mode. Yes, of course. And yeah. flight mode just completely bypasses those parts of the brain that actually take things in. And reason is yes. out the window. All those things are gone. And that's where I was at. And, you know, I had a quick chat with Jen, took a few breaths, took some medication, which I hadn't had at that stage, ah. which had made, I suppose, the situation a lot worse. Because as soon as I took it, you know, a couple, 20 minutes later, I was feeling a lot better. At, before that, I actually messaged you saying, actually, I don't want to go there at all. I yes. sort of decided I, I can't even go. Yeah. And then Jen told me, oh, Henry's going. I didn't know he was going. <laughs> so um, I'm like, she's like, well, <clears throat> essentially, well, you're going to have to go. Yeah. And <laughs> which it sounds, does it? It sounds cruel. Um, I don't think it is. I think it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And uh, to sort of get me past that. But I think that over the top stage. Jen knew it was a safe environment. Yes. And I knew it was a safe environment, but you didn't know it was a safe environment. No, and I was feeling more just I felt bad and terrible for everyone. And I had a, I had a similar situation a couple of years back with work. We were having a big work event and they made shirts for us. T-shirts? Essentially with collar. You know <laughs> okay, what I mean? Okay, yeah. It's very similar to the the fabric of of the ones that that I would have worn, and it was too small for me. It was, and it just again, I had those same feelings. I called up someone who I knew I could talk to about it at work. Yes, and <clears throat> ended up just wearing something like a black shirt that was similar. Yeah, okay. but I had to go through that day explaining. Yeah, you know, trying to find an excuse as to why I wasn't wearing it. And what did you say? What was the reason why? I think I said it was, yeah, they'd given me the wrong size. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good excuse. You just say, yeah. Like, yeah. 
I hadn't tried it on. I think I said pretended that I hadn't tried it on until the morning. Oh no, I've got the wrong size. Yes. Um, so I just put on something that looks similar. Yeah, just say it was like a midriff, like I had a midriff on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And so, but that, that's that's the story of my life of um, having to make up quick excuses for why I, you know, was behaving or looking the way I was. It's because of that. Yes. So I talked to my psych about it, and I'll just um, <clears throat> I'll clarify. I want to clarify first before I get into this is that this is is, is very new talking about this stuff. It's still very raw. I've for most of my life I've just kept all this to myself. I haven't talked about it at all, and it wasn't really. I haven't. I mean, anyone. And so, the first sort of discussions I really had on all this stuff was with the psych, and she was shocked um, uh, to the level because she sort of said, "How often do you have these feelings about?" Um, you know how you how you look, and she said, "Was it like weekly or monthly?" I said, "No, it's it's probably about two hundred times every day." Yeah, and that's when she went, "Oh God, okay," <laughs> and she started talking to me about body dysmorphia and um, that it's pretty clear that I must I must have that, and so I got to look it up and see what it, what she was talking about. So you hadn't looked it up before? No, I didn't know it, there was such a thing. Wow! And never, it never, it never really. And then did it connect me. with you? Well, yeah. Um, the definition is it's a mental health condition in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance, a flaw that appears minor or can't even be seen by others, but you feel so embarrassed and ashamed and anxious that you avoid social situations. That's been my life since age nine and okay. never occurred to me. You know, I just sort of put up with it like we, we do with lots of our things related to our autism and ADHD and whatever else we have in our lives, I mm. just sucked it up and just uh, just dealt with it. I think I can relate to that by like 5% in terms of like, you know, when you have a really big pimple and you think that everyone <laughs> is just looking at it. And a then sometimes, 40-year-old pimple. <laughs> yeah, well, not now, like I don't really, but yeah, like say 20 years ago, 15 years ago, and I'd have to say, I'm really sorry, like, I've got this massive pimple. And like, people would say, what, where? But you're saying, you would, you're saying it out loud. I do, yes. You're making someone aware of it. My mother does that too, actually. Like she'll always, like she'll bake a cake and she'll say, I don't know if it's, I don't know no. if it's worked out because I only put this many eggs in it. Mm-hmm. So that is a coping mechanism that we use where you're, I guess, being secretive. Whereas I'd prefer people to it to be out so that I know that they're not secretly thinking it. Oh, okay. No, my, my method is um, distraction. You, oh gosh. Yeah. I, I wish we had a visual because I tried to do that once. Like I, I, I got really drunk. I got drunk and I did stupid things and then I cried and then I didn't want anyone to be able to see that I was crying. So <laughs> I went like this. I had like star fingers and I was just going like this all around. <laughs> look at this so way. That, look that, yeah, all around up in the air <laughs> so that like no one would look at my face and see that I'd been crying. And, and so all that I was, was still saying, drunk. I was still drunk. Said, why is that drunk crying chicks doing twinkle, twinkle, little star? <laughs> I don't think that helped. Didn't no, it didn't help. <laughs> didn't help. Um, yeah, but you know when people do you ever? But do you ever get that? Because I think you said you didn't have good skin when you were a teenager. Oh, Is that terrible. Right? So, yeah, but really so you terrible. didn't have like one pimple. You had like I guess a lot of pimples. Yes. And didn't lot. you feel like when you walked in, people would go, "Oh, pimples." Oh my god! Yeah, it was just it was. So is it the same? Does it feel the same? Yes. Yeah, it is, yeah. and so it's just been it's been that forever. 
So it won't, it's probably just, it's this, what is dysmorphia not necessarily about someone being overweight or someone being, I don't know, unattractive. No. It could, it's just actually, you would have that in lots of aspects of your life. It could be anything. Yeah. yeah. It really could be anything. It could just be the size of your ears. Who knows? It's different for everyone. Yes. Yeah, very different for everyone. But the same thing comes back again as you, yeah, that, that feeling of <clears throat> You know, feeling, Anne Hathaway, she feels like she's got big ears and that she always right. covers them with her hair. Ah, okay. But back to what you were saying, that was just an ADHD side, <laughs> side bath. Yeah. Side bath. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm thinking, because I've been starting to think about it a lot more and I reckon that the, the time, the only time I sort of was happy was I didn't have this dysmorphia was around sort of 19 to 24, something like that. Oh, when um, your relationship had just blossomed with your beautiful wife. Well, that's the wife. thing. That's the thing. It was, um, that was, the relationship was what um, helped me end my eating disorder where I, it, you know, where that, that was, all this I'm, I'm starting to put together now. So uh, went to a new school, wanted to be like a new person. I had dropped a bit of weight in the meantime, before I got there, started to get attention, and real and made that connection. Go, oh, that that's that's good. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna keep doing that. Now being autistic, I went over the top and went too far, and became hyper focused on losing weight, mm. which led to an eating disorder. But it really wasn't it wasn't related to food or anything like that, which has always been an interesting difference, I guess, for for me and maybe other people, is that it wasn't. Food didn't have anything to do with it. I like cooking. I like food. Um, it was more about, oh, I'm getting this feedback. This is good. I'm, and I took it too far. Is this called ARFID? Um, like eating disorder that is based on anxiety, not on... I've never heard of it. We have to look that up as well. ARFID. Oh, now your mum's going to lose it, isn't she? Common, so the- common with people with autism. Uh, like if someone with autism has... Uh, an eating disorder, I think it's often yeah. that, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm pretty sure. But look into it. You, you will... Oh, Dan, look it up, please. Otherwise, you're going to get in trouble. You have to look at No, but you will like it. I mean, oh, yeah, abs- yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, okay, I'll look that up. We will return to your scheduled programming shortly. Okay, here's the facts. A-R-F-I-Ed, ARFID, is an acronym for Avoidant Restrictive Food Intake Disorder. Basically, it's an eating disorder that prevents someone from meeting their nutritional and energy needs and is associated with uh, significant weight loss, um, uh, failure of a child to achieve like an expected weight gain, uh, nutritional deficiency, um, dependence on tube feeding, oral nutritional supplements, uh, uh, interference with psychosocial functioning. So it's a little bit different, but worth exploring a bit more. Thanks. Um, so the way I look at it now is that, no, I'll get to, I'll get to that. So then I started looking at, um, my family and my earlier years and my family was obsessed with weight. Um, they did all, all the, the dieting things and stuff and they were always, it was always about how you had to look good. You had to look good mm. and to, you know, getting looked up and down as well, like when you enter a room. Um, so there's always this this assessing going on. I get praise and people, others will get praise when they lost weight. Um, so when I gained weight, 
they didn't associate the fact that there was a trauma in my life through various things. They just they decided it was just being me laziness, being lazy. Yeah. That that was that was what they thought was going on. Hmm. So now I'm looking at yeah, all the I'm trying to not just talk about it for other people who are in that situation, but also, yeah, thinking about it from my perspective too. And remembering the thousands of times I've had people say things like, well, aren't you hot wearing that? And, yeah. um, you know, would you like to come over for a swim? And, and all these situations that I've denied myself for so many decades is a really tough thing to... <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to cry. <laughs> Oh no, I'm I'm awkward with this. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't think I'd. Yeah, I'd, it's a long time to have gone through this sort of stuff and not dealt with it. So it's a hard thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's the biggest thing. It's the biggest issue of of my life, and I never talked about it. Yeah. Well, yes, but I guess now if someone's like, "Why are you wearing that?" Well, you can say, "It's my." Yes. Sensitivities or my autism. I think I would. Yeah. I think I actually would now. Oh, it's not your fucking business. That's also another thing. It's what? None of your business. Look at what you're you're wearing, you know. But, you know, I don't go in in water either. People say, why don't you go in the water? I just say, uh, and it's the truth though, um, because I feel the cold. Ah, okay. That's a good one. But, but, I but I don't have any um, anything built up behind that. No. There's nothing behind that. So for you, there is. Yeah. Whereas I can just honestly say, no, it's too cold for me. Well, it's not just me. It's also kids. The kids as well. That's that's oh. that's the harder thing too. Is that yes. you know if they want to say they, let's, we want to go swimming and stuff like that, it's just for me. I automatically feel dread and I hate it. And that's that's not nice. And so I have to mask the hell out of that situation with my kids, and I don't like that. Yeah. It's not. It's not nice. You don't want to mask with your own children. No. No. God no. So the psych asked me an interesting question when we talked about this, and she said, um, "What what would make me happier? What you know within myself um, to get past this dysmorphia?" And my immediate answer is, "Well, just to get to the desired weight and look that I want, not about how to deal with dysmorphia by." You know, you hear all this stuff in the media about how you get to learn to love yourself and love your body and all that sort of stuff. Oh, no, can't we just get past that? I'll just yeah. and just get me to the point where I I'm happy with what I'm how I'm looking, and I know I can. I've been there before, so there's no reason for me to get to not get to that point again and feel good. So, would you be happy with like I don't know what your problem? I don't know what your problem is. I don't know what you're sensitive about. But let's just say like if you just had a little gut, like a little mini gut, or if you had less flabby arms, like is it like is it or do you actually want to look like Thor? <laughs> I know. Do you know I, what I mean? No, not necessarily. Like you don't want to no. get to that extent. You're happy to look like anyone who, like who, like Richard Gere. Exactly. Just yeah, like yeah. Doesn't that, it can be sort of dead bodish, but it's that's that's all right. It's not extreme. I'm not talking about extremes. I'm just talking about being too. So you think you would be able to identify though? Yes. That I, I have. Am, this is I'm, I'm happy with how I'm looking. You're when, not going to keep trying to get thinner. When I got uh, when I went through the operation. F- or pre-operation for getting my gallbladder taken out, mm. I was um, so paranoid about what I was eating. I wasn't eating much, and I actually did drop quite a bit of weight. And then I remember looking at myself and going, don't ever, ever go p- back again. Uh, yeah. And that's been a really, really awful um, voice in my head since that time. Yes, okay. Where I, 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 don't, I tend not to look at myself yeah. and, and just yeah. because I'm like, yeah, you, you, you did it again. 
you know. It's interesting because like from the outside, like I couldn't tell I've known you for yeah, fifteen years. I couldn't tell you at all if your weight fluctuated at any of those times. <laughs> because like, of what I wear. <laughs> no, that's what you think it is. Like you think that you can disguise it, don't you think? Like I just I don't think I don't I wouldn't judge you. I wouldn't go, Oh, he's looking a little bit bigger today or a little bit smaller. Mm. I don't even look at those things. But I think but maybe but remember I'm in a bubble. <laughs> and that's what I think that everyone's like and I don't think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But I think that you are so aware of it because it's such a big focus for you. But I don't yes. think other people, except some maybe family members or whatever, are aware of those things. But I think most people don't care. No, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's that weird duality. I understand that people don't give a shit. If, um, we're, if you and I are going on like a hike together and it's a 10-day hike and we must rely on each other and you are, you know, very overweight, then I – that would worry me because I'm relying on you. But <laughs> you're thinking about caring. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, but but other well, not even just caring. No, but just hill. you need to you need to be looking after yourself, but also be able to look after me if required. Yes. And so, therefore, that would that that affects me. But nothing else would affect me. Yeah, we're just friends. And that is the weird thing is that um, I I'm generally quite fit and. Uh, it's it's a weird thing. Like I can do, whether I'm doing tennis and things like that. I'm I'm playing. I can play really well. I can play and beat other people who are younger than me. Uh, but I just, from my point of view, I I can't believe that I'm able to do those things because oh. of the way I perceive myself. You know, it's just okay. I can't I can't get my head around that. Okay. You know. So, I don't know how to overcome this yet. I have no idea. Um, uh, I just. I kind of want to make it happen soon enough because I'm getting old. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, I did the tennis cardio a couple of nights ago and my calf is still killing me. Like oh. I, I could barely walk. And that sort of stuff factors into the, you get to the certain age where you, you, it's, you, you passed all that. I can, don't want to get to that point. Can your psychologist help you or is that yes. not her specialty? It's also part of the reason that I want to do trying to get to NDIS. Actually, yeah. Um, because it, I mean, it's a very costly thing to do things like this. Like, yes. I think I've always felt that having a personal trainer come once or twice a week would be everything. It would be amazing. Well, yeah, that would make a huge difference for you. Huge. Yeah. It would be life changing. But there's so much cost involved in that, and we've got, we've got enough of those already. Yes. So I'm not. I've always put that on the back burner because it's just me, and I'll, I'll deal with it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I want to try and switch that and say, no, this is the biggest thing in my life. I need to do something, you know, for me and ultimately for, for the family as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you want to move down? Oh, one more thing. I found it really interesting. I saw this today. I struggle with facial recognition. <laughs> I, like, I don't see people. Um, like people can be walking past me. And I won't recognise them out of context of where they were. So that's a, that's also something that uh, is related to body dysmorphia. They struggle with facial, yeah, oh. struggle with facial recognition and accurately appraising others' emotional responses. Very interesting. Appraising others, appraising, appraising others' oh, okay. emotional oh, responses. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought you were saying that. That's why you don't praise me. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. And that's all I have to say. That's all. Well, 
thank you very much for sharing. I wonder whether over time we'll need to – you probably have more information that you'd like to share, but I wonder whether there are many other – have you looked into the stats? Are there many people, many males with body dysmorphia? Yes, and a lot of autistic people. Yeah. As well. Yep. I think Chloe Hayden says that um, she has that or did have that as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and people would like in that situation go, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. It's not how it works. Sorry, I keep yawning. I'm not trying to do pauses. Oh, lucky time. I'm not seeing then. Yeah, you're not seeing me. Checking your emails? What? What do you mean? That's what you said last time. I'm just checking my emails. Ah, uh, yes, no, I'm just yawning today. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what you do. Um, now. What? Social stories. Oh, that's me again. <laughs> Gee, surprise. <laughs> well, I, there was nothing there. I feel well, like let's I just call it the Dan. There. It's the Dan show. Let's just call it the Dan show. <laughs> well, it's, a run, it's another quick thing, and it's related to what you were saying about the shoes. Okay. So I'm going to quickly say it, and then I'll um, maybe find something. I don't know. Um, no, I found this yesterday on like a TikTok, an autistic, an ADHD TikTok. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about someone saying, oh, I've got – I got really sore ribs. Something's going on with my ribs, and she said, "Oh, are you autistic or ADHD?" And they said, "Yes." It's actually her talking to herself anyway. And then she talked about subluxation of the ribs, and I'm like, "What? I've just been going through this. I've been having this real issue where I feel like my ribs are dislocating, and I can't move, and all of a sudden I can't breathe, and it's been happening a bit more. So I've been trying to stretch it out, and then I see this, and it's again another." related thing to autism. Generalised joint hypermobility. Cause ends of ribs to curl up inside and impinge on the intercoastal nerves. Mm -hmm. I don't have that, but my my kids are – and we have hyperflexia, hypermobility, hyperflexia. So my my daughter actually – Ava will, uh, if she needs – like probably once a week or twice a week, her knee just dislocates. Wow. And she has to sit there. It might be 30 seconds. It could be five, ten minutes until it actually goes back in. That's amazing, isn't it? And I had this as a kid and I've never had an answer for why all of a sudden I'd not be able to walk. I'd have such pains in my joints. Yes. And again, isn't it amazing when you start looking into these things? So you don't get that anymore? Because Ava gets a lot of pain in her joints as well, like in her legs. Not like that anymore. No, for me it's been been the ribs. And when it's just all of a sudden I just move one way and it's just like... (gasps) Okay. Yeah. Well, should we move on to something else? Text fuckups. Uh huh. Okay, play the song. Text fuckups. Text fuckups. Text fuckups. Text 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 text. Now I haven't even looked at these. I haven't read them at all. So did you want to do let's let's get you in. All right. This. I'm just gonna, like, it's gonna be you heavy for this. There's two couple well, there's two here that are just like a bit of a story things, like quick little stories rather than actually a dialogue. So I'll go I'll do the first one and you can do the second one. Okay. Okay. So I was getting to know this girl a few years ago. We bonded over our mutual love. Wait, 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 hang, hang on. Is, are you a girl talking about a girl or is I don't know, I can't remember. <laughs> we'll find out in a minute. See, my voice, I made it so that it could have been male or female. It was kind of in the middle. Just drop it a little few extra. I was getting to know this girl a few years ago. 
we bonded over our mutual love for One Direction and often sent links to various fandom things we saw on Tumblr. I had been reading this article on the BBC about a pedophile who never acted on his desires. I sent her a link to that article by accident instead of the Tumblr one. (laughs) As if that weren't bad enough, my caption for the link was, (laughs) I feel exactly the same way. (laughs) I feel exactly the same way. I think that was a male, but I think that's very funny. Oh my! You laugh. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's it's no. horrific because yes. that's always going to be implanted. Okay, well I'll do the next one then because it's a female <laughs> talking. One day, my husband was at work and texted me, "I'm just sitting here thinking about you." Except he didn't send it to me. He sent it to his boss, <laughs> and his boss replied, "Thanks." <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking about well, you. Thanks. I love that you would be like, I don't know what to write. You're bloody lucky they didn't say anything worse than that. No, that's exactly right. All right, and then we'll do our normal. This is a, we'll go back to our normal um, text fuck up. Okay, right. Okay. Okay. Um, let's have a look at it quickly. Um, okay, now is there any countries that have been in the? Oh. Well. Well, there's like in the in the media French. at the moment, Australia, like Melbourne, because oh, no, we've just cancelled the um, Commonwealth Games. Forget that. Okay. No, France, France. There's all this been. There's all upheaval in France. Okay. Let's do French, French accents for this one. Do you know my father's German, and I can't even do a German accent, <laughs> and he has a strong accent. Okay, so I'll try and do French. Okay. Hey, is that French? <laughs> what are you doing? Trying to rearrange the alphabet and put you and I together. Oh, there's no need for that when N and O are already together. <laughs> that sounds a bit Japanese to me. <laughs> it does too. <laughs> okay. I actually have a recommendation for today. I what? think you might too, but... Um, do I? Oh, yeah, I do. Go on, go on. Mine is a book, and I know you'll put it in the show notes. It's called The Art of Frugal Hedonism. Do you know what hedonism is? Oh, I know, but I, I do know what hedonism is. Oh. I actually, you can say either. That's probably what it is. Either. Oh, good, because then I've been yep. saying it wrong. Um, yes, so it's a guide to spending less while enjoying everything more. It's just really a great book and it's an easy read. It's by Annie Razor Rowland with Adam Grubb. Okay. And so it's actually um, – Yeah, they're kind of a little bit hippie and because I'm moving in that direction, it's good for me. So it does talk a little bit about um, uh, diving. What's that thing called where you jump into trash bins, like rubbish bins? Oh, nice. What's that called? Bin divers? Something like that. talks a little bit about that, but it's a lot about, say, you want to have joy. If you're going to spend money, you need to enjoy that. So when it went into like, you know, a day in the life, you're on your way to the gym, you Mm. forgot your sneakers – they were getting old anyway, so you buy a new pair of sneakers on your way to the gym and then you go and you're taking the kids somewhere and then they all want a chocolate, so you go and you get them a chocolate. It went into this thing where you actually ended up spending a whole lot of money mm-hmm. in that day and none of it was joy mm. and you spent heaps of money. So it talks about just changing, like, you know, always have a snack and a drink with you so that you're not buying a drink and not buying a snack. So trying try to change your mindset, especially in these times of high, high interest rates, low... Low what? Low something. Silver scene. 
self-esteem, slow, um, you know, just um, we look like we may be going into depression, uh, no, a recession, all those sorts of things. So I think it's it's something that's important to focus on. So it enables me to be frugal yet hippie at the same time. Right. So getting the child getting a chocolate is not joy? Well, it's not a chocolate. It's probably you promised me I'd get a bag of lollies. Right. And then they're all three of them are getting bags of lollies and then you're $25 later. Oh, so it's more about you. What about the child? They're, well, feeling, they're feeling quite a lot of joy, I'd say. They are. And they're really going to be joyed by, you know, you've, you've cut up some, some carrots for them? Yes. No, no look, look, there's oh, – now I'm going to have to tell you why it's good. Okay, so – Throw the book away. There's things like – you know, but it's about relishing, enjoying. Like if you're walking home from the train station and it's raining, think to yourself – don't think, oh, I'm getting wet, this is bad. Think to yourself – I'm getting a free rain shower. Oh no! This is uh, this is totally good. This is mindfulness. Yes. This is total mindfulness, and, and and part of that is weirdly goes back to my rib issues, and that they said you have to do some deep breathing. Part of deep breathing is, is something you do when you're doing True. when you're being mindful and you're walking around and you're placing yourself in a situation. Yeah, it's totally it's this totally is very correct. True. And when you are when you are being mindful, and when you're doing some nice deep breathing. You're actually producing those sorts of chemicals in the brain that actually do make you more relaxed, happier. So all that does work. There's, a, there's an actual neuroscience behind that. Thank you. I'm glad you support me on this. Also, it, says, it talks about being materialistic. So get a good something good quality. Don't buy the cheapest thing you can and having to replace it. Mm. Okay, and so the other day while I'm reading this book, my daughter yeah. said, uh, I've got a school camp and we're going to go through the mud and so I, can you take me to Kmart and get some um, just cheap T-shirt and pants or whatever it is mm. so that I can go through the mud? No, I said. My book says not to do those things. <laughs> we will be able to find your brother will have old something old that he oh. could give you. But on another day, maybe I would have just gone and got her $3 T-shirt yes. from Kmart. Waste. Yes, exactly. All waste. Um, so I'm about halfway through um, and that's all I can say, but I can tell you that it's just resonating hashtag. I accept your recommendation. And you know what it also says? Enjoy excess. So it's like, you know, those, you know, where are that place in Spain or somewhere where they had that tomato day where they just have all these abundance of tomatoes and they yes. all throw them at each other, right? But that would be coming from, it's still, you still need to enjoy your excess. So it'll be like all mm. through the year you're being frugal and then you still need to, you can have that tomato day and throw all those tomatoes at each other because it's also about enjoying and having joy. And so do that. But then for the rest of the time, you know, really um, savour those tomatoes. I think about other people though. I think of like, getting a video of that footage and showing it to someone who's starving. What a party pooper! Yes. I always thought it was, you know, not great. <laughs> However, that made sense to me because they are good. All, yeah, that's true. Like, there's a lot I'm of things... you're enjoying it. throwing food around when we're unable to find any? Yes, but then we go back to, you know, let's just save the world and just a few billionaires just need to give the money and solve world poverty and all those sorts of things. Absolutely. Okay. Quick recommendation for me. Very, very quick. Quick. SBS On Demand. Hopefully, I don't know if international people can get this. I'm really hoping they do. Um, it's called The First Inventors, an incredible, one of the most amazing um, docos I've ever watched that has completely changed the way I view First Australians. And I was pretty good. I was, I was pretty knowledgeable within reason 
before this, but I was knowledgeable from a particular perspective of how I was taught and the books I read, and I was wrong. And I've learnt a lot from these amazing, this amazing culture, and I've never been so more. I, I just, I just think they're amazing. And if all of us, in, if everyone in Australia watched this show, we'd all be voting yes for this thing that's coming up. It's an extraordinary thing. We'd all, we'd all want to speak the languages, and and we'd we'd love that we're in this country, and we'd love that those people are, are with us, and and we can learn from instead of the other way around. Yes. Okay. That's, sounds good. Um, okay. So let's have an autistic moment. Oh no! Wait. Do you have a, um, a listener feedback? I believe you do. Did I? Yes. About a fun run. Oh. <clears throat> oh goodness me. We've. Uh, where was it sent? Is it on our? I think it could Facebook. have been. It could have been in our. Yeah, in our Facebook sent by. Or was it a messenger? A I thought it was a messenger. Yeah, messenger then. Oh. I don't oh know. man, you do your thing, and then I'll look it's for my it because I think I'm in the wrong spot now. Your your autistic moment. Oh good. Oh my autistic moment. Okay. So I'm just reading emails. Um, okay. So um, <laughs> emails again. So my autistic moment. It's just I, we need people to actually send in their autistic moments. Um, I actually can't remember. I've written here um, something interesting that happened at the Source Kids Disability Expo. I think I've forgotten what it is, but I'm just going to pretend I was actually. I think it's the thing where I was standing there and there was somebody who is an. Um, advocate a person on for the yellow ladybugs like they have a presenter and all those sorts of things and they were walking through walking about to walk past me oh this is what I was and I thought oh I'm going to go and say hi but obviously they're autistic and um, have ADHD and I wasn't sure whether I should interrupt them because I don't do it in a good way I would have shocked them you know I just would have jumped out and said hello or whatever and uh so it actually adds an extra what I'm trying to say it adds an extra element of maybe difficulty. And it's the same with when I saw M. Rusciano. Mm. Rusciano, what is wrong with me? Rusciano, where I saw her and I wanted to say hello to her, but she didn't want me to say hello to her. So I just, look, I think I need to let go of that because I bring it up <laughs> quite a lot, don't I? But with this person on the weekend, I was just, um, I really wanted to say hi and that I loved seeing them speak at the Yellow Ladybugs conference, ADHD conference, but um, I just couldn't bring myself to do it because I didn't know, one, how to approach them, but two, I didn't know how it would, would be received. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. Similar so, to my Facebook not, messages, isn't it? Yes, but it's not funny. But <laughs> so it wasn't a funny. But if anyone has anything, I'm sure everyone, everyone had, can think of things. You yes, don't have to say – We no. don't just give us a story. You don't have to say who it's from. No. We, won't know, we don't have to name names. No. But you've got to have these – you've got to have some of these funny things. Give it to us. Do it. <laughs> give it. Yes. Okay, go. Okay, so <clears throat> this is from someone who does um, not mind uh, being named, and that's Sonia, mm. who's one of the party poopers, who's done another roving report. And I'm going to do a song. I have to do a song for roving reporting now. Yeah, okay. So here it is. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good, wasn't it? Amazing. How <laughs> did you get that beat? I don't know. <laughs> now I have to do a beat. Okay. Fun runs. And the vocals. Shut up. Fun runs. As my partner states, there is nothing fun about running. 
I started to jog walk about six months ago and my brother suggested I do a fun run with him and his family. There are a lot of runs in any state or even countries. True. My first fun run was The Rock at Hanging Rock. How I found the race or race calendar was uh, sole motive on the web. Does that make sense? Say it again. How I found the race or race calendar was sole motive on the web. No, because no, it was just a typo. I did, I did go over that a couple of times. So <laughs> How I found the race calendar... I'm saying I'm assuming she means that she found she found the racing calendar on the yes, web. Yes. Um, some races are for the whole family. They have like one to two k runs for four to ten year olds, five uh, k for all ages, up to half marathons. Mm. When you complete the race, you get a medal and a free drink of Gatorade. You can register as an individual or as a team. So anyway, we're going to race day now. Yes. <clears throat> what did they say? Get to your starting blocks. Something like that. You must get there early as parking can be an issue. So I know the course and where to park. I'd do a cold run. Oh, my goodness. Not great if you're three hours away, though. I visit the area where... You could do a map thing, a Google map. That's a good one. Yes. I visit the area where I will be running and walk the course. Oh, my goodness, Sonia. (sighs) This is unbelievable. This helps with knowing where I'm going and what to expect. Finding your way to the event tent can be overwhelming as there are lots of people, loud noises and smells. So order your race bib, which I hate the name bib. It just puts me off. Okay. A race bib. Order your race bib um, in case you dribble while you're running. I'm assuming that's why. Um, Mm. To come to your house. That's a good idea. As if you don't know, you'll be lining up for a long time. Toilets are a... A few, so lining up to use a loo and the smells are indeed Yuck. awful. Mm. Um, lining up ready to run, it's very busy and it's very loud. So start at the back of the race, unless you're a very good runner and you can take off. Um, and you'll be in the zone anyway. Uh, as the race pack finds their own space, it's peaceful and relaxing. I usually head uh, use headphones and put on my favourite music and helps with my anxiety of people watching me and blocks out unwanted noises. Very good idea. Mm. There are people like officials along the way to point you in the right direction. There's water and first aid stations dotted along the way. Um, we had a further conversation after this, by the way, and I said, um, do they have um, chafing stations? Oh, Which... you're very clever. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that and then you had this little proud like little I know. jiggle. <laughs> Closer to the finish line, people on the sidelines will clap and cheer you on, and once you finish, you get your medal. So for autistic people, it depends on if you like running or achieving a goal. It depends on the fun run. If it's in the CBD, it can be overwhelming. For first-timers, there's you know, traffic and noise, uh, a lot of people, and no quiet place to escape if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed. Um, if the fun run is like at Hanging Rock, or somewhere nice out in the country, um, or you know, rural, less people and plenty of space... Um, it's it's much much better and mm. it's worth giving it a go. Well, Sonia was saying there was one coming up at Puffing Billy, at yeah, Belgrave. near us, Belgrave. Yeah. Which I'd be happy to walk it. I'd yeah, I'd be mm. I'd enjoy doing the walk. I love lots of walking. Yes. So um, we might have to take her up on that. Yeah, sounds good. So I've been inspired, and you have been inspired to try one of these out, which I'd never have before. Oh, yeah, you should. I think I love them, but yeah, I love them. But I just don't do them. Thanks, Sonia. Yeah. You've changed at least one life. 
a rain, no, a uh, waterfall starts with one droplet of water. That's a quote from The Power of One by Bryce Courtney. Well, a more appropriate one would be a race starts with a first step. Thanks, sure. Sounds good. Now, do you have something nice to say to me for the end of the podcast? Um, uh, thank you mm-hmm. and Julie for being so understanding mm. and for um, yeah making things so much so easy for me to go through that process of um, not feeling so bad about it. Oh and yeah, no big deal. But did you yeah. did you think I dealt with it well? Was yes. I relax, was I calming to you in yeah. your messages? Yes, very so much. I didn't come off come across as being pissed off. No, I, was, I wasn't pissed off. No, I was just pissed off at myself. But no, I was. Um, it made a lot of a big difference with that kind of responses. Like, not a problem, not a problem, no big deal, no big deal. And that was very helpful. Oh, that was helpful. That's that good. was my first proper compliment, really. Yeah, that was right? real. That was real. Yeah. Jeez. We can well, hug, it out, hug it. Hug it. We'll hug it out afterwards. No. All right. See you next time. <laughs> you get to the ends now. I don't know what how to end it. Bye, like that. Just say bye. See you later. See. You. Like, we but need, I did we this. Need like, did you listen to last week? So I said I'm going to do something at the end, and I did this big like. And was it uh, oh, noir? Noir. I did this noir thing at the end, and you haven't even heard it, have you? Not yet. It was fantastic. I'll have a look. I'll listen. I'll have a listen. The voice, the whole thing. It was okay. All right. Done. That sounds good. Well, do another noir. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. All right. Bye. See you later. Over and out. <laughs> see him crying when other people are there to see the method of the quiet man the one who stood behind the one who out in the rain People look right past him And won't speak to him again Oh ho Oh, ho.